Welcome to the Wealthy Circle Podcast, where we take a deeper dive into this year's finalists and winners from our wealthmanagement.com 2020 Industry Awards. These interviews cover the challenges, innovations, and trends in the wealth management industry and the individuals working to help advisors better help their clients. Hello, and welcome to the Wealthies Podcast. This is the podcast where we speak to the folks who have won our wealthmanagement.com industry awards, the awards that recognize initiatives designed to help advisors succeed. I'm your host today, Davis Janowski, and I'm the Senior Technology Editor at Wealth Management. Today, I'm speaking with John Pierce, Head of Business Development at Satera Financial Group. Thanks for joining us today, John. Thanks, Davis. Really excited to be here and, and uh, really appreciate all the thought, content, and leadership that wealth management provides to our industry. So again, thank you for having me. Uh, we're glad to have you. Well, you know, I, I can't believe that there might be advisors out there who, who don't know you, but just to start off, what are, what are the problems Satira is solving for financial advisors? That's a, that's a great question. You know, I, I think when we think about challenges and, and problems, I, I would I kind of frame it in two different areas. One is the pandemic has really made us focus about, you know, going back, looking at the big picture and ensuring that everything we're doing is about our clients. And so, you know, our purpose at Satera from a macro perspective is to, you know, help as many Americans as we can, you know, achieve, you know, their vision of, of financial well-being. And that that's kind of been turned on its head given the pandemic. And so we're, we're taking a step back and looking at all of our investments and, and really assessing how can we execute you know, on our core purpose. So that, that's one of the challenges that we're, we're looking to, to help solve for in advance. And I'd actually think the second one goes back to scarcity of, of skill sets. And what, what I mean by that is you know, 26% of our advisors um, don't have succession plans in the industry. And our team actively recruits to help financial professionals find their, you know, their next succession plan, the next advisor that's going to join their team to take over eventually. And if you look at our industry, according to Cerulli, you know, 35% of advisors are leaving the industry. And so we, we really have to think about the skill set scare, the, the kind of skill set scarcity and hire next-gen advisors. You know, there's going to be 72 trillion in assets transferred from males to females. And we, it, 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 it means we really need to figure out how do we increase female representation in our industry. Um, when you look at the number of new businesses being started in the United States, you know, it's primarily driven by Hispanic and, and African-American entrepreneurs. And so we need to expand our, our diversity uh, initiatives. And then I, I guess I'd say finally, in terms of skill sets, larger teams are now realizing, you know what, we should look for different skills to plug into our existing entities like CPAs and enrolled agents or uh, people that have specialties in protection where most traditional advisors don't want to go down that path, retirement specialists, and, and really more importantly, planning specialists to help um, solve the first problem we talked about, which is you know really meeting hel- helping our clients figure out how do we deliver you know their version of their best you know financial well being. So those are you know kind of two two problems we're trying to solve for, Davis. Great, that's interesting. And you know here in New York, we we we're in particular, I think, sort of at a vanguard of seeing the 
population change. You mentioned the diversity issue, and we're going to have a majority Hispanic population here in New York uh, in the not too distant future. Great that you guys are planning for it. Uh, you know, you mentioned the pandemic, and it's really, gosh, I can't think of an area in the country, uh, an industry, or just about anything that has not been dramatically changed by by the pandemic. I'm, I'm curious what you are seeing uh, in terms of trends in the market and, and to, in the advisor industry in general as well. Wow, Davis, that is a that's a <laughs> that's a great question. When I think about trends, I really think about three key trends. The first trend is that what we've learned from the pandemic is that everyone, everyone is independent. Um, they've been operating independently from their home, from their kitchen, from their basement, in their garage the last 18 months. And that has caused uh, a significant amount of reflection you know, and contemplation about, am I at the right firm? How has that firm treated me during the pandemic? What resources have been delivered um, to help me grow? And taking the mindset that everyone is independent, we've seen a surge of candidates looking at our five different communities. And the, the unique thing about the pandemic and everyone working you know, kind of independently is that they've been growing. And so they're, they're really assessing, you know, if I'm growing and I'm doing it all on my own, why am I in a W-2 channel? Or why am I giving up 60%? Or why am I you know, not getting a fair grid? And so I, the, the first trend I, I, I think the pandemic has caused is the, the reassessment of where do I sit and is this the right community for me to grow long-term? Um, the, the second issue is really enterprise value. The pandemic has really focused our, the financial professionals in our industry around the concept of enterprise value. Their, their practice is worth more than their house. And they're now kind of having this, this dawn of, if I increase my enterprise value, I'm increasing my multiple so that when I leave, I'll have the ability to take care of my family, and quite frankly, next gen, uh, the next generation of the family. And so Cetera is focused on providing the resources to, to grow enterprise value. And from a recruiting perspective, my team is very focused on bringing advisors with specific skill sets or specific demographics or um, specific needs into other large entities to help them grow their enterprise value. And I think, Davis, maybe the third trend, we, we already kind of hit on it in, in the first question, but I think you really need to dig a little deeper on the shifting demographics. You know, when you look at the data coming from Ceruli, you look at the data coming from Discovery Data, um, there's been a surge in independence. And so firms need to have the ability to plug into enterprises easily to help them grow. And, and that's one of the hallmarks of what we do at Cetera. The, the second thing is succession planning. You know, do you have a successor? Does your firm have a robust policy to protect your family if you get run over by a bus? Um, what will they do to, to, to help you hire um, people? And so we've seen a surge of hiring of LOS three to five financial professionals that we can tuck into aging demographic practices to give them the ability to work on the C&D book, but also to, to find out over a course of a few years, is this person, is she the right person to take over my practice? And, and that leads to the last one, which is the increase in, in, in females in our industry. We are laser focused 
on hiring more female financial professionals because of the data. The data is very clear. If we don't hire more financial fem- female financial professionals you know, in our industry, either new to the business or young in the business, um, we will not uh, survive as an industry. We've talked about um, pursuing diversity and pursuing um, you know, having more women in particular in the industry, also succession plans. What, what, other, what other initiatives is uh, Satera looking to undertake uh, in 2022? Because we are coming to the, the end of 2021. I'm sure you guys have been doing some strategic planning. What can you tell us about next year? Yeah, we have. Um, and it's been, it's been interesting. You know, we, 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 we're on a record pace this year. Um, we'll bring over 10 billion in assets. Um, we had a record third quarter. Um, we're going to have an even better fourth quarter, but it all points to what are we doing to reduce friction? And, and we have two initiatives that I'm really excited about. Um, the first initiative is how we think about onboarding and integration financial professionals at Satera in our five different communities. Regardless of what competitors say, making a move is hard. Um, you need a firm that has invested in the resources to help you be successful. FAs don't like changing firms, although many know they need to, and they need to really have the ability to go to a place that is invested in their success. And so at Satera, we've really reimagined the onboarding integration process. Um, we've moved, you know, COVID has allowed us to invest heavily in technology. Um, and so we are very digitally oriented when it comes to you know, onboarding and integration. Um, we're trying to do everything we can to eliminate wet signatures for transfers. And, and look, competitors say that it's easy peasy. It's not. There are, there are a lot of types of accounts that you still need wet signatures for, um, but we're, we're really focused on the digital front. Uh, we're also focused on quicker onboarding in a more collaborative fashion. So we're assigning a coach to every new financial professional joining us, and we're trying to leverage digital so that you know, the financial professional can bring their books over quick. So when I think about onboarding integration and our investment now and in the future, it's all about collaboration uh, and it's all about inclusiveness in terms of bringing the financial professional and her team into the process so that we have um, success. And I, I think the second, you know, kind of key initiative for us at Satera is, is what we call Growth 360. You know, we have learned that we need to help our financial professionals grow to increase their enterprise value so they'll get a fair multiple when they do exit the business. And, and so Growth 360 is, is basically leveraging um, all the capabilities and intellect and best practices and avoiding the pitfalls that others have learned from, from a, a collective 8,000 uh, plus financial professionals and, and their brain trust. And so Growth 360 is, is the ultimate peer-to-peer sharing platform. It's in-person, it's virtual, it's social, it's intranet, you know, it's conferences, and it's recognition. And, and the idea here, um, Davis, is to, to take the best ideas from the field, because the reality is the best ideas never come from the home office, right? The best ideas always come from financial professionals. So, so Growth360 really supercharges our advisors, our financial professionals' growth, with with the mindset of of you know again delivering on what our our clients and their best version of, of their you know financial life and and when we do that we're helping our clients 
we're helping our our enterprises and our financial professionals to grow their enterprise value. And, and that, in the end, will help Satera financial long-term. So terrific question. Thank you. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm curious as well, being that I'm the senior tech tech editor there, can you parse that at all uh, on sort of what's what's the human side of, of, of Growth360 versus you know, how Satera is helping with technology for advisors? Because that is when, one of the things that comes with growth for advisors is the need to have more efficiency in their practices. Oh, 100%. Really super good question. Um, and I'm probably not the best person to do this, but, but what I would tell you is the pandemic the pandemic has really taught me that we need to keep the good things that we've got from the pandemic. And then we need to eliminate some of the things that we used to do as a normal course of business. Um, and so Satera has, has invested dramatically in technology to reduce friction. Um, and what I mean by that, when we take the example of the onboarding, you know, we're trying to be as digital as possible to eliminate the friction that advisors feel um, when they need to move their books. In terms of growth 360, the, the, the main, there, there's two elements, right? You have a human element. And so we are deploying what we call growth officers across all five of our communities so that they can meet where appropriate, you know, following appropriate um, local guidelines face-to-face and do an analysis of a financial professional's book, look at gaps, look at um, ways that we can help them to grow, you know, look at potentially loans to help leverage your business, help them with practice acquisition. So there's a, there's a face-to-face component um, that ties in with our advisory business development um, group and, and all three of our teams, recruiting, advisory, and growth officers work in a collaborative manner. So that's the human element. Now, the technology element is, okay, how, how, do, we, how do we get all of the best practices and learnings from the collective where do we get it so that it can be shared? How do we create small groups or pods that, that can share their best practices, leveraging technology virtually? Um, and then also, how do, we, how do we share on social that, that not only helps our advisors or financial professionals grow, but also to uh, allow them to mine new prospects? And so um, I, I would love to, to have you uh, eventually talk to uh, our growth officer team to, and they can probably give you a better answer of how we, how we unite human capital with technology capital. Um, but it, it, it's a barbell, right? And we are not saying, okay, it's only about people or it's only about technology. Um, we're investing heavily in this because we know that if you help our financial pref- professionals grow, you know, everyone wins. Got it. I look forward to having a discussion like that. Well, you know, the, the uh, pandemic has presented its own challenges, but I'm I'm curious too. Sort of as aside from the pandemic, what what are what are some of the challenges that exist both for you know for Satara and for the industry at large that you have have seen or see on the on the in your sites ahead? Yeah, boy, it's a great question. We, we talked a little bit about the, the skill set skill set scarcity that that's real and it's not easy to solve you know I've got three kids none of them want to come into our business you know and and, and our seminal challenge is how do we get younger people um, into our business and and um, we know that the model that I grew up with 
you know, 25 years ago at Merrill Lynch where you're high 50 people and hoping that, that, that one or two stick is, is just not feasible in today's environment. And so that, that's real. Um, and we can't just talk about it. We have to figure out how to, how, how to really solve for it. You know, every firm says they will help you grow. The, the proof is really in what, what are they doing? You know, what, what are they investing in? Do they have the capital um, to, to, to help you to grow? And then I, I think other, the other thing that's really important is the regulatory environment is shifting dramatically. And, and so the people that are like, oh, I'm just going to be an RIA and drop my, my Series 7 um, are now realizing, no, 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 the SEC is now doing a lot more oversight and integration uh, similar to FINRA. Um, and, and Reg BI is real, right? Firms that are like, hey, don't worry about it. You can, you can uh, discretionarily trade a brokerage account like you have for the past 10 years you know, to bring a recruit in. You know, it, it's almost like bait and switch. Reg BI is a, a seminal transformation in our industry. And you need to be at a firm that, number one, has the, the, the ability uh, to provide the, the, the compliance and regulatory oversight to keep you out of trouble. And, and then also give you the tools to help you navigate a, a really complex regulatory environment that, that is only going to get more complex, right? I, I, um, advisors that have been around a long time doing their business the way they've always done it, they're going to have to change. You know, there are, there are going to be some major constraints on what you can do in brokerage accounts, client consent, um, the ability to have clients actually consent in writing ahead of time. You know, people that are saying, oh, Reg BI is not a big deal. You know, companies that say that, smaller companies, I, I don't know um, how, how they survive both the, the regulatory changes that are coming up or the legal changes that are going to occur, which again, kind of goes back to, you need to find a firm that is financially sound, uh, that has the right infrastructure from a, a legal and compliance perspective, but really leaves you alone, right? And, and that's the, one of the benefits of Satera. We've got five communities, over 8,000 advisors or financial professionals. Um, and, and, and because every community is, you know, call it 1,500 to 2,000 advisors, you know, you have a voice at the table, but you also have the, the infrastructure to, to survive and grow and do well in what I think is becoming an a incredibly complex regulatory environment that doesn't seem to be being mitigated in any way. It's just like more and more and more. So I'm not sure how small firms you know, are going to survive long-term. Well, folks, it's uh, sadly, that's all the time we have today. I think we could keep this discussion going uh, on for some time. I've been speaking with John Pierce, head of business development at Satira Financial Group. John, thank you very much. Appreciate your insights. Davis, thanks so much. Again, I I want to thank you for having us uh, on today. And I also want to commend you um, and your firm on the thought leadership um, that you provide from a content perspective on a regular basis. You know, I, I think more financial professionals need um, to, to spend more time with, you know, the thought-provoking content and the thought leadership that, that your firm provides. So thank, thank you so much for having me. Uh, well, thank you for the kind words, John. Well, I'm your host, Davis Janowski. I'm senior tech editor here at wealthmanagement.com. And I thank you for spending a little of your day with us. Have a good afternoon or evening. 
This content has been made for information and educational purposes only. The views and opinions represent the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of wealthmanagement.com.